Hello and welcome to Killing It the Crimecast. I'm Lux. I'm so happy. And <laughs> I'm Meg. That's Meg. <laughs> it's me. I'm just happy we're back. Guess who's back? Back again. These boys. Yeah, it's us. It's been a while, but we are back. Yeah. I'd like. Don't worry, we're still alive. Yeah. We've just I mean, been, we've been busy. Posting memes. They know we're alive, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we've true. been posting memes. Um. <laughs> I would love to say that life is a bit less hectic, so that we'll so we'll get back to schedule soon. But no, it's never less hectic. <laughs> it seems to just get more hectic every year until you die. So you know, oh my we'll god, get on. Meg. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. Yeah, I've had a great week, but um, I'm still just very busy. I'm literally sitting in a sweat stained top because I didn't have time to shower this evening when I got home from my Same. big boy job. Twins. Uh, twinsies. I sweat so much at work now. <laughs> Is it like a, it better not be like early menopause. Pee, making Meg do PE, you guys. <laughs> uh, actually, you t- it t- I don't have to run around. It's optional, first of all. And second of all, um, we won the match that I observed and they did really well. Yeah, so observed. Did you actually teach anyone how to do anything physical? God, no. <laughs> I just stood at the side and went, yeah, good, nice. I love do it, it, hit it. And they hit it in the goal. It was great. <laughs> what are they playing that they're hitting something into a goal? Hockey, come on. Oh, okay. And then apparently, because I used to play hockey, that makes me qualified. But I didn't tell them I was the goalkeeper. Which means you just stand in the goal and just get in the way. Yeah. You don't actually have to do anything. So I'm there like, yeah, do it. What's... Who's that what's one? That? Who, that serial killer who used to be a goalkeeper and they called him Big Fat Goalie. <laughs> no. I don't know, but oh I love my, him. Wait, wait a second. I'm going to Google it because either it's that or it's... No, it is a thing. Oh, no. It's on. It's from Friends. Thank God it's not from my actual life. Yes, it is from Friends. I knew it. Monica was Big Fat Goalie cool everything's fine oh my god i always <laughs> wonder where the big fat goalie fucking catchphrase came from because yeah. when i told my uni housemates that i was a goalie in school they used to call me big fat goalie and now i know what the reference also we did always used to put the fat girls in goal it's just smarter more surface area it is like it's you know it does make sense. and i was fat it's fine it's fine <laughs> it's fine okay, i'm over it i've lost the weight <sighs> yeah, babe, you're fine. Everything's anyway, fine. yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm all right. You're, you're a grown ass woman. You don't have to do hockey anymore. It's fine. <laughs> I do though. They make me do it. I know. I didn't want to do hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on uh, to some um, happy housekeeping? The actual podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so on Patreon, we would like to say a huge thank you to Laurel Allison. Thank you, thank you. To Nadia Parker, thank you. And to Leslie Frank McCullen, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the money. Very kind. So nice. And on yeah. iTunes, for some very nice um, five stars and, and stars and reviews and all sorts. Um, now, these are harder to read. So, Michaela Reed. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Michaela Ridenor, thank you to you. KC0490, thank you. And my favourite, Flap1980. <laughs> Shout out to Flap. Thank you so much for the iTunes bits, that, guys. Thank it's you, nice. everybody. It's always a boost of the ego to see that people like it, it. And not even just that they like it, but that they have they take the time to put a little comment saying what they like about it. And it's very sweet. And we love it. We do love it. Boost our egos. Okay, so. All right. <laughs> mm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. 
What we I don't even know what to stop. Meg, what do I start? Wait, are you, have you actually? Well, I didn't have to do anything for this story. Did I have to read something? No, 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 no. But, I, but oh, I've been really excited. So, I, oh, you're doing Guy yeah. Fawkes. Nice. Yeah. So, I remember, remember now. The that was like a big deal in England. Yeah, it's, it's, big it's deal. so much weirder than I thought it would be. It's a big deal. So I was listening to the news in the car the other day because, you know, that's what I do on my commute now. I'm a grown-up. And someone texted in and was like, why do we celebrate November the 5th? And the newscaster was like, uh, because it's November the 5th. Duh, it's bonfire night. But it was probably from a foreign person who, like, didn't know the British traditions. And it got me thinking. I was like, <gasps> huh, why do we do that? Like, yeah, he tried to blow up Parliament because he was a Catholic. But, like, why? So I did some digging. Okay. And it's juicy. It's some juicy stuff. This is going to be a singing episode. I'm, I'm just too pumped. So- just quickly, because we have to mention it. Oh, yeah. Did you see on the news the thing about... So for those of you who aren't UK-based, you might not have heard of it, but something happened... Oh, it might have been last year now. A very big tower block in London burnt down, right? Out of nowhere. And there's a whole hoo-ha about the um, fire regulations and the cladding they were using. Basically, they couldn't be asked to put money into poor people's houses, so it burnt down, yeah. right? Um... And this year, for, for Guy Fawkes, someone decided to burn an effigy of Grenfell no. Tower, the tower that burnt down, no. and posted no. a video laughing about it. Um, no. Did you not see that, Lux? No, no, I didn't see that. That's fucking It was disgusting. all over the BBC. People and then if you died. read the comment section, yeah, they did. A lot of people died. It was really, really sad. And then and if you read the comment section... Homeless. What the fuck? Yeah, shitloads. Shitloads of people. And then when you read the comment section on BBC, everyone's like, but it was in their back gardens. They can do what they want. Why can't you be a racist in your house? It's like, okay, yeah, no, because now you're just making fun of dead people. That's more than just being like racist no. or rude because, yeah, no, it, it was just unbelievable. But they've arrested the people now. So good news to anyone that wasn't following the story good. all the way through to the end. They have been arrested, I had, which is nice. I had no idea that was happening. I thought you were going to bring up Brexit yeah, and I was like, don't you dare. <laughs> Bitch, no, don't I don't dare. have time to talk about Brexit. I'm sick of it, mate. Oh, everything's gone down on this day of recording and it is um, interesting. <laughs> this country's going to shit. Oh, I love Britannia. No. Speaking of countries going to shit, let's talk about <laughs> Guy Fawkes. <laughs> um, so, for people who don't know the little rhyme, Meg, do you want to say it? Do I know the rhyme? The remember, remember one. Everyone knows the rhyme. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Yeah, gunpowder treason and plot. I see of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Oh, I didn't know that. There's more rhyming coming later. Don't you worry, everyone. Oh, I love a good rhyme. So, for those of you who who listened to our Bloody Mary Halloween bit, and so you remember Meg how she didn't like that her dad Henry VIII got rid of Catholicism in Britain so that he could divorce her mum and he replaced it with the Church of England yeah because like when you think about it he literally just went well I'll make my own church then and just did his own thing which wasn't real yeah it's very silly so she was pissed off about that and she tried to change it when she came into power and it didn't really work um so Elizabeth I came into power and she was like, ew, no thanks to the whole Catholic thing. Lol, let's go back to this religion that my granddad yep. made up. <laughs> um, so um, in short, uh, by the way, this is going to be a very colloquial episode. I know that there are like historians and stuff that do a much better job. And I will put some of the, I put, will put the documentary that I watched in the show notes. If you want to hear someone fancy who knows their shit talking about it. But 
you don't want that because you're here. So I'm going to carry on. <laughs> so there's this dude. He's called, oh wait. Yeah. So um, Elizabeth I doesn't like Catholicism. It's like, gross, yeah. stop it. Stop that now. Get out of my house. Literally, bits are illegal. We'll get onto that later. But essentially, mm. you can't really be Catholic in England at this time. And then there's this dude called Robert Catesby. And he's like very cult leader-esque. He's very charismatic. He's a nobleman. And he's like, he's the ringleader of the whole gunpowder plot, which a lot of people don't know because they just assume it's Guy Fawkes because that's the dude that we burn on the bonfire. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Before we carry on, should we tell people what happens on bonfire night? Or should we save that till the end? Oh, we should do that. Should, if you're going to tell the story, if I if I do that, then that I've done something, haven't I? Yeah. Good job, mate. There we go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> so in England on bonfire night, normally on the 5th, but around the 5th, um, on like weekends or whatever, like everywhere has a fireworks display, right? And some mm. places take it super seriously because there's always a bonfire there as well. So some people call it fire, firework night, but it's bonfire night, right? And there's always a big bonfire involved too. Usually we'll have um, scarecrows there, which are supposed to be like Guy Fawkes. Um, but some places take it super seriously. So if you want to see something really cool, look up Lewis Bonfire Night. It's the biggest celebration in the UK for Bonfire Night. It's been running for hundreds of years. And they fully, there's a whole parade society and the whole year for Lewis is a lead up to this. Um, it's near, it's near like along the South Coast in England. Wait, so Lewis um, is a place? Yeah, L-E-W-E-S, Lewis, um, in the South East okay. of England. Um, and they fully shoot fireworks off in the street, massive like parades. Um, they take it really seriously. So they, so they build quite often it's political because the nature of this is you're about to find out it's a very political holiday for us. They build big, um, they're like, what are, how would you like dioramas of things? So there's always a big Theresa May rolling down the street and no. they've had a Boris Johnson Wait, that looks like her? a pig before. Um, I think so. I can't. Burn I've not her. actually ever Burn been her. because it's a nightmare to get in there. It's honestly, it's so big. You can't get buses, trains, anything that day. Can't get a taxi driver to take you anywhere near because the streets are like standstill. You have to just like yeah. walk across fields to get there if you don't live there. Um, but so yeah, it's a big deal in the UK, and you have sparklers, and there's always some teenagers firing off fireworks at each other somewhere in a green. It's fun. We like it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, as Meg just explained. <laughs> Meg just explained. <laughs> Sorry, we went off on a tangent. The they were there, Lux. They heard me say it because they were listening. I was just going to say that it's a big what? deal. That's it. It's kind of a big deal, guys. Breasts. It's not like Christmas, all right? Like, I didn't go anything this year, but what did you say to me? No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's it's kind of a big deal, but it's not like Christmas. Yeah. It's probably like Thanksgiving. I, I didn't go to anything probably. this year. I did... Um, a different thing and I was expecting to drive back from that thing and see fireworks but I didn't and that was nice. but it's alright because you would have seen about 20 fireworks displays on fucking Snapchat that night so I wouldn't worry about it oh, I did not go on didn't Snapchat didn't miss out on much <laughs> right so yeah so we talked about Catesby who's like a cult leader whatever mm, pretty much just like fancy charismatic doing man doing his thing yep yeah. now he was an out Catholic and he thought that uh, Catholics shouldn't be made to be quiet about their faith and most Catholics thought this after the Reformation, so after they went back to the Church of England, they meaning yeah. England. Um, but 
yeah, Catholics didn't like this, obviously, because it was against their faith and they were being sort of outlawed and fined and stuff. Um, and so these were called the recusant Catholics, people who didn't go to Anglican services or Church of England services, um, as they're otherwise known. So if you didn't go, you'd receive a fine from the state for not attending. Yep. Like, how fucking stupid. And also, at this time, England was at war with Catholic Spain. So English recusants were suspected of being on the side of the Spanish. And so they weren't, you know, they weren't liked because not only are they going against the religion of the country, but they're also going with the religion of the country that we were at war at with. So, you know, they were hated. And Not winning. No. And if you sheltered a Jesuit priest, which I had to Google what Jesuit meant because I was like, a Jewish one? That's not got anything to do with Catholicism. <laughs> no, they're not called Jesuits. I'm, yeah, I'm a fool. <laughs> That's a rabbi. Yep, I know. Uh, I, I, I am aware. However, <laughs> I still have to Google it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, Jesuit priests obviously weren't allowed to be practicing because if you would get fined for just not showing up to Anglican service, imagine if you were actually holding a Catholic service. That's just like a big no-no. Yeah, you get digged, mate. Yeah. So if you're if you're sheltering them, because obviously they're on the run, um, then you are seen as being hostile to the English government. And back to Catesby, his cousin Anne Vaux was harboring the main priest dude in the country. The main one. The big boy. So he's got all these influences, like not only is he Catholic himself, but his cousin is as well. And she is hosting this big boy. And the Pope actually openly said that he wanted Queen Elizabeth I to be challenged by British Catholics. So that's why it was such a threat to the English government to be Catholic, because it was seen as like an act of rebellion based on what the yeah. Pope had said. So basically they're getting shot on. And it's not right. I'm not a religious person. I don't really take sides in this, except for the fact that it's not right to persecute someone because of their religion, unless their religion is, like, fake. Do you know what I mean? Vague or fake? Fake, as in, like, oh, my religion is cats now, you know? Then I can just be like, shut up, you bitch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? that that is, yeah, that's that's fair. I completely agree with you. Yeah. That, yeah. But if, it's, if, it's, it's difficult, if it's legit, though, it's... if it's legit faith, like, shut up and just leave them alone, it's no big deal. Unless they're doing something really bad because that happens quite a lot. So that's... Uh, guys, if you're interested in any of this kind of thing, it's not about um, Catholicism or anything, but it's about Hasidic Jews because um, I had to learn a lot about them mm. recently for school. Um, there's a very good documentary on Netflix, which I'm going to put in the show notes, about the lifestyle of um, very, very um, orthodox Hasidic Jews in Brooklyn, New York. And it's all about people who become ex-Hasidic, leave the, um, they call it a cult because of the way that they act. It's like men and women have to be on separate sides of the street. Mm. They actually like can't touch or they'll die kind of thing. Um, and it's super you know interesting. I will actually also put a link to Jonathan Van Ness's Getting Curious episode on cults mm. because he talks to this woman whose PhD was in cults and she talks about the difference, the fine line between religion and cults because obviously religion is religion is something you enter into freely and it's a belief that you share with the people around you and you just practice it in the same way and a cult is yeah. more restrictive and it's like you cannot do this thing or you'll die or whatever, you know? So it's really interesting to think about the line between those two. It is. It's super cool. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so, thanks for listening. This was What Cults Are by Lux and Meg. This was um, our Netflix show. 
Mm. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't do that this episode, did we? I have so much to say. Oh, we'll leave it to the end, mate. Well, yeah, we'll leave it to another time. Okay, so, um, ba, 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 ba. yeah, so the Catholics were like, mm, I'm not having any of this. Let's go sort this out. Now, mm. Elizabeth I is going to have to die at some point. Although, having said that, Elizabeth II is, n- she's, she's just never going to die. So that's dubious. But in this documentary, they said she's got to die at some point. So when she did, James the Sixth. I think that's what those letters mean. (laughs) James VI of Scotland um, would become King James I of Britain. And so Thomas Percy was one of these recusant Catholics. And in 1602, he goes to Edinburgh to speak to James about Catholicism being allowed when, Mm -hmm. when James becomes king. So Percy goes like, hey, mate, look. We both know you're going to become king at some point soon. Like, that bitch is old. She's going to die. Can you be nicer to us when you're king, please? And now, James is a very sneaky little snake. He he does this thing where, you know how if someone says, Meg, you're not going to... You're not going to kick me in the fa- kick me in the face, will you? And you go, I would never hurt you. That's not you saying you're not going to kick me in the face. So... No. Whilst I can take that as a promise from you that you won't kick well, me in I the face. Well, I could pay someone to kick you in the face. No, that's not what I'm getting at, mate. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> what right. I'm getting at is if you did kick me in the face, I'd say, you said you wouldn't kick me in the face. And you could say, ah, I said I'd never hurt you. I didn't say I'd never kick you in the face. You get me? Mm, so yeah, he was it, like a very vague, weird boy. And he's like, mm, yeah, mm, sure, yeah, I, yeah, why would I not be nice to Catholics? And then... Thomas Percy is like, sick, mate. You're going to be so nice to us. I love it. And James is just there like, you fucking idiot. I'm just trying to placate <laughs> you. So you fool. basically what he does is he's open about the fact that he's Protestant to, ev- to everyone else. He's like, I'm a Protestant. Woohoo. And then he's sort of giving the side eye to the Catholics. And he's like, I got you, babe. Don't you worry. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what he said. Like, pretty much word for word... So my babes, I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, so, so he told what Percy thought that he told him was that under his reign, Catholics would be allowed to live freely, and that even though James was a Protestant, he was tolerant of Catholics. So, yeah. the thing is, is he knew he'd be in danger as king if either Protestants or Catholics disliked his rule. So that's why he did this sort of private assuring of the catholics and public assuring of the protestants so that right so that everyone was sort of on his side but at the same time he's not promising anything to either party so that he doesn't have to do anything he doesn't actually want to do clever man six months after this meeting between percy and james james becomes king and what he does in fairness to him is he does put a stop to the recusancy recusancy fines so for about a year it's a bit easier to be catholic so that means that if you don't go to the church you don't get fined and that's fine (laughs) (laughs) that was an accident but yeah um (laughs) but eventually the catholics sort of twigged that nothing else was going to change and because thomas percy had related to them these air quotes promises people were really pissed because they thought that James was like a traitor and a liar, basically. Right. And then to make matters even worse, Parliament pressured James to reinstate the recusancy fines. And like a little snake, he did it. 
bastard. And he ordered all Catholic priests out of the country. And those who didn't leave, he was going to hunt down. That's a bit much. Yeah, so people aren't happy. And yeah, so obviously Percy feels really betrayed. And Catesby, like I said, he's sort of like the leader of these recusant Catholics. So he's obviously super displeased because Percy had reported back to him. So what happens is Catesby goes, all right, lads, let's go pub. And (laughs) in the spring of 1604, the Catholic recusants met in the Duke and Drake Inn in the Strand area of London. Sunday the 20th of May 1604 and there were five of them there their names were obviously Thomas Catesby wait was it Thomas someone Catesby Robert Catesby come on okay so obviously Robert Catesby then you've got Thomas Percy you've got Guy Fawkes you've got Tom Winter and you've got Jack Wright cool and these five men planned the assassination of King James the first at this meeting they vowed secrecy before Catesby revealed his plot now Guy Fawkes was there because of his experience in the military and so he was a good Catholic to recruit into the plot because while Catesby had a general idea of what he wanted to do i.e. kill James he didn't really know how to go about it so Fawkes was really important in refining the details of the plot because he knew about actual warfare wait 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 is this not like Ocean's Eleven? I mean, a little bit. OG Ocean's oh. Eleven. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, you get like a different okay. expert for each thing. Mm. Yeah. One of them's so. a contortionist. One of them likes <laughs> money. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've watched the movie. A rich guy does get reeled into the plot later on, actually. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, for, a bit about Fawkes. He was born on the 13th of April, 1570 in York. York is beautiful lovely his his, um his parents were both church of england goers but his mother's family were recusant catholics and so they obviously held on to their catholic practices and that must have influenced him a little bit now his dad died when he was eight years old and his mother later remarried and the guy that she married was also a recusant catholic okay and a governor at St. Peter's School, which is where Guy attended, was also a recusant Catholic. <laughs> You're sensing a pattern. <laughs> and um, and this guy had actually served 20 years in prison for recusancy. So you can see that it's oh, like shit. a super big deal. But he's got all of these recusant Catholics around him. So obviously he's going to be influenced. And in October of 1591, Guy actually moves to Spain in order to fight for the Catholics in the 80-year war. So he's literally doing what the government are afraid of. He's on the side of the on the spa, of the Spaniards because he's Catholic. Gee. Back to the plot, though. So that's why he was useful for the plot. That's why he got roped in. Also, the fact that he had just moved to the country like a couple of months prior to the plot beginning means that no one really knew his face. Like, remember, right. the people in this plot were noblemen. And so people knew who they were. They needed someone who could go under the radar for them. So he was sort of their man on the ground, their invisible guy, as well. Oh, literally guy. As well as... <laughs> as I'm glad nice. you're laughing, mate. That wasn't funny. That was funny. That was really funny. Um, yeah, as, as well as their, their literal gunpowder plot man, because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Of course. Thing is... 
they didn't just want to destroy James, right, these five men. They wanted to create a political vacuum by destroying all of the head honchos in Parliament. So what they did was Percy had an inn with the Earl of Northumberland and he got himself appointed as a gentleman pensioner. Okay. I don't know what it means and I don't care. But Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's fine. But essentially, because of this role, he was able to rent a place in Westminster. Because, like, you know, London's crowded and crappy and whatever. Yeah. I think in order to be in Westminster, you needed some sort of high and mighty whatever. Okay. So he, he pulls some strings and gets a place in Westminster. And the plotters placed Fawkes there because, again, he was their invisible man. So they go, no one knows you. We're just going to plonk you in Westminster. Here you are. You are in the Get middle of this. And yeah. So two more men join in. Thomas Bates and Robert Keyes. You don't have to remember all these names, by the way. Like two of them are relevant. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> so they join in on the plot in order to help Fawkes get the gunpowder. Um. I haven't written about this, but essentially the war ends and then there's loads of gunpowder. And so essentially it's just, you're just, you can just get it without being easily traced because they're just like, we've got all this loose gunpowder and no war to, for it to go to. Come and get your gunpowder. So that's terrible. I know. <laughs> so it's yeah. like being like, okay, guys, what do we do with the guns now that we don't need them anymore? We'll just, we'll just give them out to like schools and stuff. We'll just hand them out. Yeah. Just free guns. Terrible. No. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they um, they are collecting gunpowder because obviously the gunpowder plot is to use gunpowder to kill James and all the head honchos. Like, duh, if you haven't yeah. already got that from... It, it's hard to explain when you assume that everyone knows the background, but whatever. It is hard, isn't it? I'm just going to keep going. Um, well, now they know it's all right. <laughs> so what happened... Next is that the parliamentary session was actually held off until the winter, probably because of the plague, because the plague stopped when all the fleas died and that was in the winter. But in any case, they were like, mm, maybe let's not do parliament right now because it's stinky and everyone's dying. Let's just wait till winter. So they hold it off and Catesby's like, mm, more time for plotting. So he planned to add to the gunpowder plot and decided that he would organise a Catholic uprising. Uh -huh. So not only does he want to create a vacuum now in which someone else can be filled, probably with goading from the recusant Catholics, but also he wants there to be an uprising. So he gets more dudes involved, and I put in brackets too many names. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> too many men. You can Google it if you can. <laughs> Meg. <laughs> um, so his idea was that before the gun... Whoa, can I say words today? <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. So his idea was that before the gunpowder plot, a hunting party, air quotes, would be established. So like a group of men who are like hunting buddies. Okay. And then once James was dead, under the pretense of going for a hunt, they'd go and kidnap his daughter Elizabeth with the idea to sort of manipulate her and to use her as a puppet so that they could rule through her and make England Catholic again. I don't right. know how they were planning on doing that. But again, he's like a yeah. charismatic culty man. So he probably could have done it, maybe. Hypnotised him. It's a bit far-fetched. but I don't know. Yeah. So, Percy was able to rent a cellar, which used to be the old palace kitchens and was right underneath Parliament. You see where this is going, don't you, babe? I do. So, throughout the summer of 1605, Fawkes and his lackeys snuck gunpowder into the old kitchens. And they amassed enough gunpowder to blow up Parliament 20 times over. 
Why didn't they just yeah get like 20 times less gunpowder? That seems like a lot of work for nothing. Well, here's the thing. So it was 36 barrels in total. And you're right. That's a lot for... for it's just unnecessary. It's a lot of effort for not... You just don't do it. But some experts now claim that the gunpowder had decayed and so it wouldn't have properly ex- ignited... Ah, uh, No, it wouldn't have properly exploded even if it had ignited. Mm. So maybe they were just getting all of that because they were like, some of this stuff might be off, so let's just hope for the best. Oh, possibly. Yeah, that's a good I, point. I mean, I'm just speculating, but that's what I'd do. Like, you know, if I was going to do a blowing up yeah or maybe <laughs> it's like more just ever, in case you ever cook for your mates and you don't know how much pasta to put and you're like well i don't have too much and too little and you just put exactly. the whole pack in it's like that that's a very wholesome like description <laughs> thanks so this is where the rich boy comes in so ocean's 11 time again catesby is running out of money because obviously he's buying the gunpowder and renting this apartment and now he's renting the cellar. Right. And he's just doing all sorts. And he's got horses because he wants his rebellion to be on horseback because he's fancy. Oh, Jesus. I know, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> but So he's running out of money. So he turns to rich boy Francis Tresham for some dollar. But Tresham is a bit of a baby and he doesn't really like the plot. He's like, why are we killing people? Which like, fair enough. Why can't we just go to Spoons and not kill people? <laughs> yeah, can we not just have a cheeky pint and can not, we, yeah, and not can plot we a murder? Can we just watch a movie tonight? I don't really, it's cold. <laughs> oh, I haven't shaved my legs. Can we not go out tonight, guys? <laughs> I don't have anything to wear, you guys. <laughs> so... Kate B is charismatic again, um, and he wins over Tresham. But as we'll later discover, maybe it wasn't the best move. Maybe. We don't know. It's great. It's great that we don't know. I mean, we it's do. Great. No, no, no. No, Meg. We literally don't. I'm not going to say. No, no, no. Oh, okay. We okay. don't. Oh, okay, okay. We don't. There's a conspiracy, and I'm so excited. And it's two layers. Oh, fuck yeah. Goddamn love me yeah. some history. Right, so... <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd uh so who's this dude tresham yeah he's got a bunch of mates in the house of lords some of whom were catholic and it's suspected mm-hmm. that he warned some of his lord mates about the plot because in october of 1605 tresham's brother-in-law lord monteagle got a letter saying not to attend the state opening of parliament which was <gasps> scheduled for november the 5th well, that's a good point. Hang on. If, if you want there to be an uprising, you should definitely like send out an email or something because it's hard enough to get to people to attend stuff when you actually do send them a Facebook invite and text them the day before. <laughs> so if you want a whole uprising, you can't keep the secrecy thing going on. You have to at least send no, them the horse. He just didn't want this guy to die. You know? He didn't want him to join in. He didn't want him to die. That's all. Because Lord Monteagle uh, was in the House of Lords and they were going to convene uh, in Parliament on November 5th. And he was like, mm, that's my brother-in-law. I don't really want him to die. Sent him a letter. At least this is one theory. Okay. Okay. Makes so sense. Sent him a letter and it said, don't go to the state opening of Parliament like you should do because you're a Lord, but don't do it because shit's going to go down. Mm-hmm. And Lord Monteagle is a little slithery little snake. And he goes to pass the letter on to James's Secretary of State, Robert Cecil. Mm, no, we're gonna get into him soon. Oh, Robert Cecil, I love him. So, Monteagle's servant was a Catholic, so he went and told Catesby about the letter, mm-hmm. and naturally, Catesby, 
hang on a second. Yes. So Catesby questioned Tresham because Tresham is the link between the plot and Lord Monteagle, right? Because he's the brother-in-law. Too many names. Yep. Um, So many names. (laughs) And then Tresham's just there like, Nami, I didn't do it. And they believed him because, I don't know, they were mates. Um, And some historians believe him too. And they say he wouldn't have written a letter because he was literally brothers-in-law and mates with Lord Monteagle. So he could have just literally hopped on his horse, ridden on over and been like, dude, if you just want to come for a hunt instead of like, you know, dying, that would be fine. So that's true. Yeah. Why would you write it down? It's a secret. Good point. Yeah. Mm. And no one actually knows who the note is from because Lord Monteagle's <gasps> servant was handed a note by a masked stranger. <gasps> is that where Guy Fawkes mask come from? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think boring. the Guy Fawkes mask just looks like the facial hair of the time. Right. Oh, I think that's okay. just it. Probably. Um, I don't know. I just watched it. No, it's just like. Oh, I love you, Vanessa. So, So, yeah. So, like I said, nobody knows who the note is from. It's possible that one of the wives of the original five plotters sent it because she didn't want the gunpowder plot to go ahead. Probably because she was like, don't want any deaths. Or maybe she was a secret Protestant. Who knows? But it might have been a lady. Or she was just fucking sensible. I guess, but at the same time, like... He didn't want her husband going off down the pub all the time doing weird shit with his (laughs) midlife crisis mates and was like... He won't be home in time for dinner. Stop it. (laughs) At the same time, I would def support my husband if he was doing some sort of uprising because you know I love that shit. I'd be there like, yeah. Yeah, we would, but we're not these weird 1500 women who have been married off at 14 and hate everything and everyone. True. Maybe she was just doing it because she was like, I don't want him to succeed at anything. I don't get the life I want. Neither does he. I'm going to imagine that she was secretly a lesbian and wanted to foil it so that her husband would get taken and she'd be like, oh no, I'm a widow. I have to hire a nanny for the children now. And she actually just hires her lesbian lover and they move in together and and themselves. Do you know what they used to do in the old days to signify that they were sapphic? No, tell me. Um, So people- Did they have sex with other women? Oh. Well, well yeah obs but that would but how, that would how signify you know it? i gave my number to a girl the other day oh i didn't tell you this yeah i gave my number to a girl the other day cool. and i literally just went i don't know what your dating situation is like <laughs> and that was code for are you gay and she did not she neither confirmed nor denied but she took the number so whatever well that's a yeah that's a win i'm just pleased that i did something like that without being drunk because women are scary so yeah wh- you weren't drunk dude that's, work, that's terrifying oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could never do that. We I just stare them. at them from across the counter. That's what I did for like half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> she was so pretty. Oh, also, she has the same name as your partner. Cute, right? Ooh, weird. We could have matching girlfriends. <laughs> no, no, she's de- she's definitely yeah, no, straight. And never. also, I've got a thing. So, we'll, oh, true. We'll she was polite. We'll talk about it um, at the end for the killing it bit. <laughs> Um. Ba, ba, ba. Oh yeah. So what do the suffix do? They used to give each other. I think it was a violet, like the flower, yes. to signify that they were like into into ladies. They'd give each other this specific flower to be like, I'm gonna lick some pussy, and then the other one would be like, I like it, and then they'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I told you it's a singing episode. I'm far too happy. Oh, I love it. So where were we before I got in? Oh yeah, angry wife. Don't ask Lesbian. me. Yeah, you're one of the notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, la, 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 la. yeah 
So, oh, mm, mm, mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been one of the wives. <laughs> it could have been one of the wives. Or this is my dun, dun, dun. One. There's a conspiracy that Cecil, the hand of the king, or whatever they call it in Not the actual fucking real world. Cecil. Well, there's two conspiracies involving him. There's one right, go on. that he knew that the plot was happening all along because get this, he was a fucking spy master. What? That's a legit thing. He was a spy master. Like, you know how in Game of Thrones, how it's like, oh, my little birds. Oh, the spider. And it's <gasps> web. Shit. He was literally a real life one of those. That's fun. That's really good I fun. I know. And it was sort of his like family tradition. So he learned how to do it from his father. It was, it's really sick. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> he was short and he had a hunched back and King James called him my little beagle. Oh my God. That's fucking weird. <laughs> My little Come here, beagle. my little beagle. Whisper in my ear. What have the birds told you lately? <laughs> That's so fucking so gay. Gross. That's the weirdest I, shit. I know. Who does that? Anyway, so that there's a theory that because he was a spy master, he knew all sorts of shit. So he probably knew that this plot was being plotted. Right. And the idea is that he let it go this far so that he could catch the guys in the uh. act and thereby get rid of some enemies of the state rather than just stopping the plot before it happened, you know? Because otherwise Actually you can't. It's like Game of Thrones. It's lit- literally just Game of Thrones, but in real life. Mate. And then it gets worse. Oh, did you see that we've got a date for when Game of Thrones comes back? No. Sorry to no. sidetrack. No. Yeah, April. April Shit comes back. Me. They release a teaser trailer, but it's just fucking clips from the last seasons. So it's not anything. Okay. But we have a date. Should we watch it together and get really drunk afterwards? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cry. Let's do oh, it. I'm right. going to cry too. Right. Um. Yes. Oh, la la la. Yeah, sorry. So here's the, the second branch of like, shut up. What? I don't know. The second branch of the conspiracy is just stop it. <laughs> I'm just imagining a branch. fucking beagle and this guy's talking to it. It's, Telling me our secrets and the beagle's looking at him with those thoughts. fucking stupid ears like, what? <laughs> This is my spy master and it's a fucking beagle. <laughs> Alright. And it's just like chasing oh. its tail. Oh, my spy master is so wise. <laughs> so some historians. Oh, I need a drink from all the laughing. Oh my goodness. Some historians go even further and they say that Cecil mm-hmm. was actually the mastermind behind the plot, not Catesby. And that he did it so that the British hatred of Catholics would be solidified. And if that's true, that's too clever. God damn, did it work? Because even now, oh. over four hundred years later, what we still burn effigies of forks on bonfires for being a reckless. Yeah, Catholic. we do. So if we that was his that. plot, what a fucking clever man! And just bravo, just bravo, bravo. If that was good the plot. job, you. Pip, pip. I'm. I mean, obviously it's shitty, but I'm very impressed. But we'll never know. That's the thing, because we don't know who sent that letter. But apparently, yeah. when Cecil read the letter, he was not surprised at all. Like, his face was just like, oh, all right then. Really? Yeah. So that's where most of these theories come from. Like, obviously, the spy master shit and everything else. But also the fact that he just acted like he already knew. Yeah, that suspect just fuck. I know. I love Maybe he was it. trying to play it off. He's like, be cool, be cool. He's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, huh. And then he just like cried in his room and he was like, why do they want to kill my master? 
<laughs> I'm his little beagle. his tears with his really, really long ears. <laughs> Who will walk me now? <laughs> <laughs> so, Fuck. So, <laughs> so then James gets alerted to this, obviously, because his little beagle finds out and goes running up and is like, dude, found this out. And yeah. he goes, he goes, oh shit, let's search Parliament then. I don't want to die, do I? So let's go and find these people who want to kill <laughs> don't me. Don't want to be dying probably... now, do we? <laughs> no. Um, they're probably hiding out in the in Parliament somewhere because like, otherwise, how are they going to get to me? Like f- to physically kill me. So let's try and find them. Yeah. But apparently Cecil went, no, let's wait until the plot is about to happen because they said don't go to Parliament on the 5th. So let's wait yeah. until the fourth when it's literally about to happen and then we can catch these nasties in the act. Oh. Yeah. So Guy Fawkes is there. He makes this fuse that would last eight hours b- between being lit and blowing up. The idea is he's right. going to go to this cellar that he and his mates have rented. All this gunpowder that they've amassed, he's going to light the fuse. He's going to go back to his his flat in Win- um in Westminster that also his buddies have mm-hmm. rented and he's going to wait until Parliament blows up. He's going to wait until it's confirmed that the king is dead and then he's going to go and join the others at the hunting party where they'll kidnap Elizabeth. Clever. However, we all know this isn't how it went down. No. Fawkes was caught red-handed around midnight on the 4th of December. Nope. November. <laughs> Good. Leaving the former palace kitchens with a big old pile of gunpowder and firewood behind him. Right. Now, upon his capture, Guy gave the name of John Johnson. Definitely not a fake name, right? Literally. Um, and he confessed that his intention was to blow up Parliament, but he didn't say that he'd plotted to do it with anyone else. So Good. James Snitches get stitches. Yeah, literally. Literally, yes. But also at this time, everyone gets stitches because everyone just gets tortured. Especially the Catholics. So, yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So James ordered that, that Guy Fawkes be tortured. Um, he said to do it slowly at first, and then if he doesn't spill the beans, do it more severely. So it took until November the 9th for them to get all the information out of him. And right. it might seem like that's a short amount of time. That's four days, right? Maybe five, depending what time of day he ended up confessing. But... Yeah. You've got to remember that this is the time period in which the Tower of London is being used as a torture chamber. Oh, shit, yeah. It had a trapdoor underneath and everything. Yeah. So although we don't actually know what kind of torture happened to him, it's very probable that he was stretched on the rack. Oh, gross. And so I can kind of get why he confessed everything. Yeah, that's fair play, mate. If anyone just like tickled me a bit, I'll be like, right, fuck <laughs> You're such a baby. I can't deal with annoying noises. I'll be over it. How did you get a tattoo, mate? I cried a lot. Um, did you? No, I actually didn't, surprisingly. I just I just kind of wanted to whinge quite a lot and my tattoo artist was getting very pissed off by the end. Um, did you sh- did you shake and sweat? Because I did a yeah, lot. Yeah, I sweated so much. Um, yeah, I did disgusting. shake quite a lot. Yeah, it was pretty gross. And then it goes mm. all gross and gooey afterwards. Don't get tattoos, they're gross. Do it, they're fun. Yeah, it's fun. So, and I'm going to get a true crime one soon, which don't tell them Are about you? because I want to post it when I get... Oh my God, have I not told you? Maybe you did and I wasn't, or I was drunk. I'll text you. We'll talk about it afterwards. I'll tell you afterwards. Cool. It's so excited. We were probably drunk. Probably. So, um, he was found guilty, like, no duh. And some <laughs> other plotters, I'm not going to manage the, mention the names, because, like, they found three of them and some other stuff happened. Read a history book. I don't care. Read a book. We're talking about Guy. 
Yeah, it Read is. a fucking book. Get a library card. <laughs> What's that song? Just Google Having it. Having fun isn't hard when you've got a, a library card. card. Is that from Arthur? SpongeBob. No, it is Arthur. Maybe. I don't know. I just know it's a Everybody meme. that you meet. Yeah. yeah, good. What were you saying? Okay. Well, I'm glad we're in a good mood because this is disgusting. Oh, um, okay. oh, yeah. I was going to talk about um, what happens when you get found guilty of treason. All right, let's go. Now, traditionally, you get hanged, drawn, and quartered. Not fun. By the way, just so everybody knows, it's not fucking hung. It's not hung. It's hanged. Hanged is when they hang you from your neck. Hung is like... If you hung is when you have a big dick, <laughs> all right? It's different. God, read a book. <laughs> Google it. Read a book. <laughs> right. So this is what it means. You drag them behind a horse to the place where they are to be hanged. Yes. They're not supposed to die by hanging, though. So you hang them. So they're just choking a little bit. It's a little bit sexy, whatever. And then you cut off their genitals as they're hanging and choking to Just death. for funsies. And... And then you burn their genitals in front of them while they're hanging to death. And then, before they die, you gut them and then you behead them. All right. Yep. And um, their body parts would be on display so that the birds could come and pick pick at it, like buzzards and whatever. Recycling, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Environmentally friendly. Good. Save the bees. Contrary to popular belief, though, Forks did not suffer this fate. He started climbing to the noose after being dragged behind a horse. And then he jumped off and died of a broken neck. No. What a smart boy. He literally just went, I'm not going to let you cut my nuts off and burn them in front of my face. Like, fuck you. And just jumped to his death. I love him. He's a badass. He is. He really is. And regardless, they still went, "Mm, we're going to chop him up anyway. And they quartered him, so obviously cut him in quarters. And his body's, body parts were sent off to all four corners of the kingdom. No as a way. warning to any who dared to dream of rebellion. Huh. The end. Except I have a little poem for you now. Oh, I'm ready. Go on. So apparently this is like, you know, remember, remember the 5th of November, the thing we did at the beginning. Apparently it continues, and there are several different verses, but, but um, a lot of them were about like hating Catholics. Right. So here's here's the rest of of some of the one of the versions or whatever. It goes, Guy Fawkes, Guy Fawkes, twas his intent to blow up the king and the parliament. <laughs> Three score barrels of powder below, poor old England to overthrow. By God's providence was he, <laughs> he was catched without the e. There's a little apostrophe. Fuck he was so. catched with a dark lantern and burning match if it's dark lantern it's not doing its job is it yeah you tell them holler boys holler boys let the bells ring holler boys holler boys god save the king and then it goes a penny loaf to feed the pope a farthing of cheese to choke him a pint of beer to rinse it down a faggot of sticks to burn him Burn him in a tub of tar. Burn him like a blazing star. Burn his body from his head. Then we'll say, oh, Pope is dead. Hip, hip, hurrah. Hip, hip, hurrah. Hip, hip, hurrah. So a uh, very anti-Catholic sentiment happening. Um, yes. and, and yeah, that's what the whole bonfire thing is. Everyone's celebrating. The bells were all ringing. People were like, oh, scummy Catholics are dead. The king lives. Woohoo. And that's um, where we get our really fun tradition from. Yeah. From the, we treated Catholics like absolute shit. They Woo-hoo! decided they weren't having any of it. And then we killed them. And now we celebrate yeah. it 400 years later. 
Just dicks, right? Absolute dicks. Yeah. All funny games, though, eh? So that's, I had so much fun researching this, honestly. I bet you did. That was really interesting. It was like I was listening yeah. to Game of Thrones. It was good fun. I liked it. Literally, history, when it's this far back, is so, it's just so twisted and I love it. Everyone's so dumb. It's hilarious. I know. But at the same time, how smart if Cecil actually did plan the whole thing? Yeah, it would be smart. Smartest bean. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Before you tell the fine folk where they can find us, oh, yeah. do you want to tell us what you're killing this week, Meg? Or the past few weeks where we've been absent? Oh, we've been absent quite a while, haven't we? <clears throat> I am killing it and not crying this week because the week before I cried on the way home because um, my uh, year 10 class were really, really mean to me. Um, and then this Fucking week... Pricks. Uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, they are. Um, and then this week I didn't cry because my, um, classroom management has gone better and I managed them fine and I didn't cry. Yeah. So good, good job me. Nice. Look at you go. Good job to you. Thanks, Kids mate. are hard. I'm really impressed with you. They are so hard. They're so mean. Just for no yeah, reason. No but reason you know at all. What? They're young and dumb and you are a badass bitch. So you don't even have to listen to their Thanks, mean stuff because it's just stupid anyway, right? It jokes on them. They've still got to do their GCSEs. I've already done mine. Also, what's up with that <laughs> garlic and herb dip that that one kid kept in his blazer for two weeks? Don't even. <laughs> I'm allergic to it so I just like kept it on pizza night. I was like, don't keep it if you're allergic to it. Put it away. <laughs> Christ. Kids are so dumb. It's completely unrelated. Who are doing presentations? <laughs> unrelated to garlic and herb dip. It's not show dip. and tell. No, it's not show and tell and it's got nothing to do with the subject. Put it in the bin brilliant put yourself in the bin no he's all right actually he's he's one of the fine ones <laughs> put yourself in the bin <sighs> i just right. wish i could say um, what i really felt go on i know so what i am killing this week is the dayton game meg already knows all about this because i just Ooh. won't fucking shut up about it i'm too happy yeah, it's, it's so disgusting. fucking boring no it's very very I cute Ugh, straight people am i right jk not straight <laughs> whatever shut up fuck off everyone i'm happy <laughs> leave me alone oh god uh, read a book anyway shout out um <laughs> shout out to the boy oh okay you know now now, now that's gay you know what you know how people are like if, if <laughs> you know how people use like long names so instead of like liza they'd be like elizabeth like when they're angry <laughs> i was like megalotron and then i was like nah megalotron that's, that's my that's full name <laughs> that is genuinely what i thought i was like oh yeah meg's god. full name so i can sound angry at her megatron. megatron just popped in oh my god it's like uh in the office where he's like jimothy i love that <laughs> yes. anyway uh, meg's not crying and i'm yeah. no i have cried quite a few times this week but not because of the boy the boy is good okay good um wonderful meg's a good teacher uh, goodbye. Bye. Oh, wait, no, you can find us. I forgot. <laughs> at. <laughs> I forgot how to finish this thing. Jesus it's Christ. All right, I'll give you that. Wait. So you can find us on Facebook. Just look up Killing It the Crime Cast. You can find us on Instagram at Killing It Crime Cast. Yep, that's what it's called. Just look it up. Yes. Killing It Crime Cast. <laughs> Twitter. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Waiting for it to load. You can find us on Twitter at Killing It Crime um you can send us an email that's that's a thing and you can also go on our patreon and send us money because we are poor what's the email what's the email? oh killing it crimecast at gmail.com um and if you would like some of our merch i've been using my tote bag a lot recently it's so nice oh that's cute um just go to redbubble and type in killing it crimecast and it'll come up props i don't know 
There's links to it in other places too. Yeah. And, oh, should we tell them about the new Patreon feature we came up with? Yeah, go on. Okay. You do. do you want, okay. 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 Listen. So what we're doing, basically, Listen. because I cannot for um, professional reasons show my face to you guys publicly, in case someone saves it, um, we're going to do a Snapchat. So what we'll do is we'll send out the Snapchat uh, username to everyone who is a, it was it £10 we were saying, Lux? Yeah, $10 or above. Yeah, $10 or above Patreon. Um, we're going to send out the username of it to everyone and then you can see my beautiful face and s- just stuff that we do. Like, oh, look. Yeah, just like our day-to-day. Here's my bathroom floor. I'm taking a poo. What's everyone else up to? <laughs> just, you know, just fun girly things. Um, <laughs> but if you do screenshot the account, particularly a picture of my face, uh, we will block you. We'll block you. And I'll tell my mum. <laughs> all right well, oh, that's you don't it. want to piss joe off no, you oh, don't. Oh, she'll shout out you. to my mum by the way hi joe um she's been uh oh, what so my shout out was gay and yours isn't come on man um it's my mum don't make it she's weird been published is that what you're about to say okay yeah first of all that's it that. my mum's been published um shout out to my mum because i'm super proud of her and um my mum has recommended to me the case that i'm going to tell for the next podcast episode that we do no yeah exciting very exciting and hello to my little brother elliot as well because i'm sure he's lurking around somewhere cool <laughs> we see you yeah i know what you're doing go to bed all right read a book shall right. we fuck off yeah see you later bye bye